on today's show. Oil prices look like they could come crashing down. So does the Renault-Nissan-Mitsubishi alliance, and German auto executives are going to the White House on a begging mission. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily, the voice of the automotive industry. Back in the 1970s, right after the first oil crisis, there was a song from the band Tower of Power called, There is Only So Much Oil in the Ground. It's all about how the world is going to run out of oil. Well, that was then. Today, fracking has completely changed the rules of the game. Bloomberg reports that OPEC is about to go through its worst nightmare. In August, U.S. oil production hit its greatest increase in 98 years. By this time next year, U.S. oil imports will be the lowest they've been since 1949. Seven new pipelines in Texas are going to make it far easier to move that oil, and frackers in Texas can make a profit even if the price drops to only $30 a barrel. So we could be facing another oil glut with gasoline prices dropping just as automakers will be introducing a slew of electric cars. And that could be their worst nightmare. Carlos Ghosn isn't the only one in trouble after his surprising arrest earlier this week. The whole Renault-Nissan-Mitsubishi alliance is now threatened by his ousting at Nissan. Bloomberg reports that Gowen was working to strengthen the alliance and wanted to make it permanent after he retired. But now those plans are up in the air. Also, Nissan does not want the power of the alliance in one person's hands. So it sounds like it's going to be a struggle to keep that alliance together. The Trump administration is inviting the CEOs of BMW, Daimler, and Volkswagen to the White House for talks after the Thanksgiving holiday and they will be going there very humbly. President Trump is threatening to slap a 25% tariff on cars imported from Europe, and that would cripple the German OEMs. We're willing to bet they'll do anything Trump asks in order to avoid those tariffs. Still to come, in an industry that needs massive manufacturing scale, we'll take a look at the top vehicle platforms for 2025. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems, advanced materials that deliver better results. Lear, a global leader in automotive seating and electrical systems. And by ExxonMobil. Last week, we showed you the top five global platforms in terms of production for 2018. But now let's take a look at what the top five global platforms will be in 2025, according to Auto Forecast Solutions. Number one, at about 2.8 million units, is the VSS-FBC platform from General Motors, which is used for vehicles like the Chevrolet Sonic and Cruze. It's followed by Volkswagen's MQB-A0 platform at around 2.7 million. Next up is PSA, the parent company of Peugeot, Citroën, and Opel, with its EMP2 platform. It's used for compact and midsize cars with front or four-wheel drive and a transverse engine. Hyundai's N platform comes in at number four. And once again, VW is back on the list with its MQB-A1, which the Golf and Jetta are based on. If you'd like an idea of how Ford's car lineup is going to evolve, here it is. 
The automaker is introducing the new Focus Active five-door and wagon models in Europe. They feature unique springs, dampers, stabilizer bars, front and rear knuckle geometries, and a raised ride height of about an inch compared to the standard Focus. For more utility, the Focus Active will come with a slippery drive mode for mud, snow, and ice, as well as a trail mode to help maintain momentum over soft surfaces. Power options in Europe include a 1-liter and a 1.5-liter gas engine and a 1.5 and 2-liter diesel. All can be mated to either a 6-speed manual or an 8-speed automatic. The Focus Active is available right now in Europe. Preventing leaks plays an important role in producing safe and reliable vehicles. Leak detection used to be as simple as dunking a part in water and looking for bubbles. But it's come a long way and now usually involves filling a part with gas and going over it with an instrument that's calibrated to detect that gas. It's much faster and an easily repeatable process. And it's going to play a major role with autonomous and electric vehicles. But there needs to be more education, and we have got a video up on our YouTube channel right now outlining the importance of leak detection. Hey, coming up next, it's time for You Said It. Lighter, safer, stronger, quieter, and more sustainable. Tell us where you need to go, and we'll help you get there. Dow Automotive Systems. We don't succeed unless you do. Okay, here's the part of the show where I get to answer a bunch of your questions. Lambo2015 wants to know, is additive manufacturing the official term for 3D printing, or is that a specific type of 3D printing? No, you got it right. Additive manufacturing is the official term for 3D printing. A bunch of you reacted to our report on that Nissan pickup truck sold in Africa that folded up like an accordion in crash tests and got zero stars from the Euro NCAP safety rating. WineGeek says, I think it is a poor way for a car manufacturer to produce vehicles that they know are unsafe at any speed to sell in less developed markets. But Ron Paris points out, of course these models do not meet the latest, greatest safety specs of wealthy industrialized nations. If they did, they'd be priced out of the market. Well, I gotta say you both make good points. But I would point out that Africa has the highest traffic fatality rates in the world by far. And the way that Nissan pickup collapsed in that crash test suggests they've eliminated dozens, if not hundreds of welds, and they don't use high-strength steel. I think Africa would be better off importing used trucks with top safety ratings rather than manufacture new ones that are death traps. Larry D. heard our take on Carlos Ghosn getting fired. I personally think Nissan was looking for an excuse to break up the alliance between Renault, Nissan, and Mitsubishi because it's Renault that really runs the show. Anyway, he says, I listened to your take on Nissan, Renault, and Goen with interest. But if it was such a lopsided deal against Nissan's interests, why did nobody object to it then? Well, that's because Nissan was on the verge of bankruptcy and really didn't have a say in how it should be rescued. It's kind of like Obama's automotive task force telling General Motors and Chrysler they had to get rid of a bunch of brands and close down thousands of dealerships. They were in no position to argue with the people who were bailing them out. Barry Rector says, Thanks so much for your take on the Carlos Ghosn story. This is why we need you to keep us up on what's really happening. Thanks for all your insight. Well, thanks for that, Barry. We pride ourselves on providing you with insight and analysis 
you're probably not going to find anywhere else. And a number of you also reacted to our report on the moral dilemma facing automakers about how to program autonomous cars if they have to choose between hitting one group of people or another. Northstead Landscaping says, autonomous morals are ridiculous. It should be autonomous vehicles should avoid hitting anything, period. If there's an accident, it's an accident. If a vehicle has time to pick a pole over an old person and the pole falls down and kills five people, where does it end? Well, look, with autonomous cars, we're going to see a migration away from personal responsibility over to product liability. And it's going to be up to the courts to determine who's guilty. And this is why we have courts. And finally, Incognito Torpedo has a different take altogether. If the autonomous vehicle spots someone littering, it should run them over on purpose. You know, I hate litter bugs too, but we're not going to go that far. We just need to figure out some way to humiliate them so they never litter again. And with that, we wrap up today's AutoLine Daily. Also, we're going to be off the next two days for the Thanksgiving holiday. So, have a great Thanksgiving, and we'll see you back here on Monday.